hey everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you again today for the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Blessings to you all out there across the planet in the journey of Catholic education. I mean, as you listen to this, you never know who might be listening at the same time around the world. It's a great joy to do this because from uh, the US to New Zealand to Canada through Australia, um, parts of Africa, there's uh, people always listening in these days. So remember that you're part of a great big vocational fraternity, a great big vocational family. I think one of the great tragedies of uh, the burnout that can happen so easily in Catholic education is that we come to feel we're alone. You know, that's how the enemy works. I've been, uh, as regular listeners know, I've been listening to a great deal of good teaching around Ignatian discernment. I've come to it relatively late in my own spiritual life. I've, uh, my Much of my spiritual formation was in the Carmelite tradition, but more recently, as life has become more complex as a parent and a and, you know, running all the things that I do, I've realized just how crucial this discernment issue is. And I've been listening to the wonderful Father Matthew Gallagher. Some of you may be familiar with him. He's probably the best uh, communicator on uh, Ignatian discernment. And I was in the gym yesterday, working away in the gym, and I'm, everyone's got headphones on these days. And I'm sure the people around me are listening to death metal and uh, and all sorts of craziness, but I'm there listening to these these long interviews and discussions on Ignatian discernment. And the last few days in the gym, he's been talking a great deal about, you know, desolation. Desolation is such a powerful, crucial force in our own spiritual life. You ever been there as a teacher? You have that feeling that, you know, nothing really matters, that you're not making any progress, that uh, it's very hard. We get that oppressive, sad, overwhelming feeling that nothing we're doing matters. Now, I guess the, the things to think about are that we, we look at all the different components of that. There can often be physical reasons. You know, we're not sleeping enough. We're not eating well. We're not hydrating. I know some of you will think this is crazy, but I like to mix up the the spiritual and the practical in the podcast. I mean, I'm huge lately on, on health and well-being. I really am. Like, I have a coach. Uh, many of you would know regular listeners. I do a huge amount of training. So I run about, say, in about 100 kilometers a week, I guess I run, maybe more. Uh, so usually in an average week I, I can do two half marathons and sometimes a full marathon within a week got my first ultra marathons coming up in a few months and then a huge amount of cycling training and then the gym sessions so i have a coach uh, who looks after me and runs all my programs and and he's been teaching me a great deal one of the simple things is hydration you know i drink three to four liters of water a day I just have a big bottle and I'm just constantly drinking water. And one of these things is your fatigue levels sort of uh, aren't as impactful. You don't get as tired. You know, and I had to teach my wife, Karen, this recently to really teach her. I, had to, I went out, it was funny, I went out to this specialist camping store and got her this really awesome water bottle like the one I use. They're hard to find, but I got her one and now I'm at her all the time. And she jokes about it. She's like, you know, she thinks I'm, uh, you know, I'm a bit of a Nazi because I'm always chasing around going, how much have you had today? I'll text her, I'll message her going, how much water have you had today? So please, before I go further in this desolation question, look at the practical stuff. 
You know, one of the other huge things is vitamin D. You know, I've been looking at a lot of research on that and my coach has got me on some pretty heavy vitamin D supplementation. As I record this in the studio, it's minus 7.5 degrees Celsius outside and we're in winter here in Australia and often, and with the COVID lockdowns too, like tons of people are not getting exercise and sunlight. So many of you, of course, know vitamin D is, is really synthesized through sunlight on our skin. So the lack of vitamin D can have a lot of impacts on our health and well-being. So maybe get that checked out. I went recently went and had a whole bunch of blood tests done and uh, you know really looked at making sure everything was good and thank God it was. But I'm supplementing a little bit. So water and and supplementation. Now these things matter and sleep. My gosh, I am the sleep master. I just have these routines around sleep and I'll talk about those in another podcast. But all of this is saying that these experiences of desolation, we need to, I guess, figure out what is coming from uh, a spiritual source and what's coming from some bad lifestyle habits that we can change. But the, the experience of desolation is, is just so powerful. And I just want to give you a, a really two things that I've been learning through this Ignatian journey. The very basic thing about experiencing desolation. So if you're in a classroom or you're a principal and you're feeling nothing matters and you feel this heaviness and you're struggling in your vocation, the first thing is that we don't make big changes during desolation. So if you're feeling really flat, be very careful about radical changes of any form of quitting or, you know, or demanding a different class or whatever it is that you feel will get you out of the hole. So in desolation, St. Ignatius is always big as we hold our ground. We stay in the decisions that we made when we weren't in desolation. So often, you know, when you went into teaching, you went into teaching probably in a positive sense. You were interested in the work. You liked young people. You're excited about what the future might hold. And so, you know, nobody went into teaching going, oh my gosh, I'm going to sign up to be a teacher. I hate children. I don't want to teach. It's going to be the worst thing ever. Nobody joins the profession like that. I always just, you know, in my live seminars, I have a joke about that. You know, no teacher starts their first day like that, right? So we, we hold our ground if we're feeling overwhelmed and, and desolate. And the second thing that's often harder to do, but I have found incredibly powerful, is Ignatius would say that we intensify our spiritual activity. So Ignatius teaches us that, that, that the devil is, is really like a military general. And what the devil does, and I, and I love talking about the devil, not because I want to give him free publicity, but because I know that he exists and he is a personal, sentient, aware being deliberately trying to do only one thing, to deny souls to God. That's all his, his you know, the end battle is already sorted out. Like he, there's not like Satan's going to win some final big unexpected battle at the end of all time. We know how things are going to end. But what he is going to try and do is deny individual souls, individual people, relationship with God. And Ignatius tells us that he's like a military general. He And what do generals do? They probe the weaknesses, don't they? They look for the weakness. They look for the gap in the lines. They look for the area. So... What uh, what the enemy's doing in desolation is probing uh, weak spots, despair, despondency. You know, really trying to get people to think that nothing they do really matters. So, what Ignatius tells us to do is to intensify our spiritual activity. Why? Because if you're a if you're a, a bad general, an evil general, and you start attacking in one area, and the response of your opponent is to double their response, is to triple their response, is to quadruple their defense and attack 
then you stop probing because your strategy has caused your opponent to attack you even more, to push back harder. So what this means is that really when we're feeling these times of desolation, we need to press into deeper prayer. We really do. We, we need to do the opposite of what we feel. What do we feel like doing? Giving up, quitting, getting angry at the kids, getting angry at our students, gossiping about our colleagues, you know, running down the school, talking about how pointless it all is in the staff room and, and you know, just gossiping or bringing things to a lower level. But what we need to do is, in fact, is, is double our spiritual activity. And I found that recently. I went through a time quite recently of, you know, just the challenges that we've faced in our work. I mean, not being able to travel. We had some wonderful speaking lined up in the States and here in Australia and all of it's just fallen apart. And I found myself, like many of us, falling into that pit of despair and despondency at times. And so through this learning recently, I've really pressed into a very deliberate intensification of daily prayer, divine office, rosary, massive, I can get there, really pressing in. And I can promise you from personal experience that as you press in, as you press into the promises of Christ, as you press into the promises of your heavenly father, as you press into real spiritual prayer and spiritual warfare and protecting your students and your family and yourself and surrounding yourself in prayer prayer, things begin to shift. All right, I've got to wrap up because um, I, uh, today is, I like to keep these short, of course, and today's the Feast of the Transfiguration, one of the great saints. We had a beautiful family conversation last night around the dinner table. We talked all about the Transfiguration, but I just want to give you a beautiful quote from today's Divine Office, from the Office of Readings. This is from a sermon of Anastasius of Sinai, Anastasius of Sinai. So you didn't know you were going to hear that today, did you? You didn't wake up this morning thinking, you know what I need? I need some Anastasius of Sinai. Well, I got you covered, all right? I got you. Just relax. I got Anastasius right here for you. So it's a beautiful little sermon about the transfiguration, but these lines really jumped out at me. It says, it's talking about how Anastasius thinks we all need to go up the mountain and encounter Jesus in the transfiguration. He says these words, There with him. May the eyes of our minds shine with his light and the features of our soul be made new. May we be transfigured with him and molded to his image, ever becoming divine, being transformed in an ever greater degree of glory. All right, we could talk about that for hours, but simply it means, what isn't it beautiful? that we are called into relationship with Christ to become like Him. To become like Him. You know, Irenaeus famously said that God became, God became man so that man could become God. And people sometimes think that's, you know, heretical, but it really is. The incarnation is about God coming down into our reality so that we could enter into His. So this transfiguration and these beautiful lines here from St. Anastasius of Sinai calling us into deeper relationship with Christ to become like him. Why is it relevant for a Catholic teacher? Because, come on, seriously, if you become more like Christ, you're going to be a greater blessing in the classroom. You're going to be a greater support and friend to your colleagues in the faculty and staff rooms. You're going to become a greater blessing to your school community. You'll be happier. You'll be more at peace. So today on this Feast of the Transfiguration, my prayer for you is that you will enter spiritually at some point today in the chapel or driving in your car, enter spiritually on the path up that mountain to be in the presence of Christ and to be transfigured with Him, 
to enter more into his reality and let his glory and his grace and his light flood over you and transform you into the reality of who he is. Heavy, beautiful, huh? All right, friends, that's it. It's a longer one than usual. Do me a favor. Go to onecatholicteacher.com. Go to the resources page. My new book's there. I've got two books there that I want you to get copies of. Finishing Strong is awesome for students. And Tools and Fuels, my bestseller for Catholic teachers. Also, check out the Going Deeper program there. All the resources for Catholic teachers are there uh, at onecatholicteacher.com. That's O-N-E, onecatholicteacher.com. Please make sure you're subscribed wherever, wherever you're hearing this, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Just hit that subscribe button. It's a great chance to bring you the content every day. And of course, would you please share this audio with good Catholic teachers in your world. God bless your friends. Praying for you. Please say a prayer for me. My name's Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, and I'll have another message for you tomorrow.